0: I'm Jack Draper. Shout out to Quality Shot Tennis. Hey guys, and welcome back to the channel. It's WTA preview and prediction time for the Miami Open 2023 tournament, Bianca Andreescu versus Maria Sakkari, And if any of the previous meetings between the two is anything to go by, this is going to be a really exciting matchup. So we're going to talk about their current form. Then also look into their head-to-head as well because, as I said, they've had some really close matches. And then ultimately, I'll give you guys my prediction as well, catering in the conditions, uh, their, their form levels, and also technically as well how the match might play out before we get into it though remember to that like button do subscribe if you're new over 80% of you are still not subscribed to the channel who are watching the channel so please do subscribe it's free doesn't cost you anything and it really does help us out on the channel also do remember to like the videos and share them if you're listening on a podcast platform do leave a rating or a view let's get into it then so Maria Zachary is a player who you know has been in some Interesting form over the past six months. However, the positive thing for Maria Sakkari is that she just made the semi-finals of Indian Wells last week. She's looking like she's starting to find her feet again. And Miami is not too dissimilar in terms of conditions to Indian Wells. It's a bit more humid, so physically it can be a bit more trying, uh, but the courts are a little bit quicker as well. For Sakri, that's not really a massive issue. She's incredible in terms of her athletic ability and arguably the best athlete on tour on the WTA uh, side. It's well known how uh, incredible she is in the gym in terms of her performance in the gym. And just you can tell by her physique as well that she is someone uh, who really does look after herself. For Andrescu, she has had a... Again, a similarly interesting start to the season. Not probably the best, best start she would have wanted, uh, but some positive signs last week. Uh, you know, ran Igor close. And then, of course, for anyone that watched the preview video that I did with Andrescu versus Radicanu, you know, I actually have picked. A- had picked Andrescu in my bracket but when it came to prediction time uh, and doing one of these videos, I went back on myself, went Raducanu in three but ended up being Andreescu in three I was really impressed with Andrescu's performance by the way, so we'll touch upon that uh, and cater that into my decision because um, I thought there were certain aspects like a serve which I thought were a lot better in that match than I was expecting and I was impressed at how she managed to apply herself in some of the big moments as well so in terms of both players, well, for Sakari, she has a slight disadvantage in the sense that she hasn't played on this surface in terms of match play anyway. She would have, of course, practiced on this surface whereas Andrescu has that Radicani match under her belt, three sets. She shouldn't be fatigued. It's the first round. Um, so And her physical conditioning, uh, you know, she's probably not as much to the standard of Sakari in terms of physical excellence, you could say. Uh, and how... Uh, you know condition she is, but she's not too far away. Um, yes, she doesn't have the the bulging muscles and the very extremely lean physique that Sachary does. But uh, if you've watched her matches and seen her style, she uh, is athletically uh, athletically inclined. She's able to uh, make her way around the court really easily, and her movement is very good for the most part. And defensively, very very good and intelligent in her play as well. Has a very good tennis IQ. So you can see his Sakari uh, lost to Sabalenka in the semi-finals of Indian Wells. Um, some good wins against Kavita, Pishkova, etc., etc. And then of course Andreescu, uh you know, beating Raducanu in three sets. Then Shviontek, uh lost to her in straight sets uh, last week. But the three-set win of Raducanu was very impressive. What's interesting here is they've only ever played each other twice. By the way, Sakri and Andrescu. once. Ironically, at the Miami Open where Andrescu did win. Uh, And she won in three sets, but three very, very tight sets. Uh, So the scoreline was 7-6, 3-6, 7-6. So beat Sakari in two tiebreakers uh, with Sakari taking the second set. And then they played each other at the US Open uh, in the uh, quarterfinals. And this time Sakari won again in the same year in 2021. And... Sakharin took it 6-7, 7-6, 6-3. So again, two tiebreakers in there. And Sakharin ended up coming out on top. So you know, really, really interesting. Of course, that's the tournament that uh, Radicali went on to win. Uh, that US Open tournament, Sakharin uh, would have, well, whoever won this would have gone on to play Radicali. So it could have been very different, right? And Andrescu could have won this, gone on to play Radiconi in the semifinals, potentially beat her because the last two times they've played, she's beaten her. And then Maybe we're talking about Andrescu winning another US Open title or making another final and maybe her career would have you know, progressed in a more linear way than it has. Uh, but yeah, very interesting and a, a big moment I think of both players' careers potentially at that point. So two really, really close matches and it's not surprising because if we talk about style of play and how they play, we know that Sakari defensively is all well, very, very sound. Uh, Shot Torrance is pretty good as well. Uh, she's Hits with a lot of intent on her ground strokes. Isn't the biggest of hitters from the baseline, but hits a lot of topspin. Uh, tries to find angles. Tries to push her opponents, and physically tries to break down her opponents. Uh, and I said, defensively very, very sound. Uh, Returning-wise as well, very quick on the return. Uh, tries to be aggressive on the return, get on the front foot. Her serve... You know that there's some things to still be worked on her serve, but she's at that age where it's difficult to make huge, huge leaps and bounds unless she revamps it. Uh, But there's definitely room for improvement on that serve. Uh, You know, it's it's not the weapon it should be. And ironically, I would have said the same thing about Andrescu before the Raducanu match. There's still, I think, there is still room for improvement, especially on the second serve. The first serve, though, in fairness to Bianca Andrescu, I mean. 64% of first serves in against Raducanu, 67% of first serve points, one, still not above the 70%, 70% mark, so it's not, you know, it's still not incredible, but it's still impressive. Uh, and on top of that, you know, the most impressive thing for me was seven aces, seven aces from three sets. Now, I wouldn't expect Andrescu to hit that many aces in a match, if I'm being honest with you. And she hit some aces in some really big moments as well. Breakpoint down um, or in really, really, tight games on her service game, service games. And that's what really, really uh, stood out. 11 out of 12 breakpoints saved as well. I mean, there was a lot of breakpoint opportunities for both players in that match. Radikanu only saved 8 out of 11. So she actually had uh, one less breakpoint opportunity to save, but... Uh, Andrescu better at being able to be just step up her level and be clutching those big big points, only getting broken once out of twelve opportunities, whereas Raducanu got broken three times out of eleven. So that's where the big big difference came. And second set of points, one to be fair to, sixty five percent is very good. Um, but that's mainly not necessarily due to the second serve, but more down to the fact that Andrescu defends very, very well. Um, she really does. She slices well on the forehand and backhand side, um, deep into play. She'll hit, you know, a perceived moon ball as well at times to give herself time um, with a lot of precision, normally deep into court. She mixes it up nicely, and she can also hit with power from the back of the court as well, as we saw against, Andres- against Radicani, sorry, even. One thing that really impressed me was not only the fact that she was able to ramp up her first serve like with more pace than I was expecting and also hitting her spots better than I expected, but uh, she also hit some really good body serves, which against someone like a Raducanu or Zachary, but who are both very athletic and they're trying to get on the front foot, it can cramp them, it can really s- disrupt uh, their return rhythm. So that was a really, really, really intelligent um, decision by Andrescu in some of the, some big, big moments as well on her serve. For Sakari, I think, you know, she needs to be very, very solid, I think, from the back of the court, not making a lot of mistakes. And I think she needs to be, I think she needs to show Andrescu that defensive, that she can't be on the defensive and expect to win points and try and induce errors out of her, she needs to also be offensive. And that might lead to some mistakes on Andrescu's part. I think she also needs to try and attack the Andrescu second serve uh, because that's where she's going to get her real success. And even sometimes on the first serve, the level can drop a little bit and she well, she won't drop into play, of course, but it can be down the middle of the box into the, her, into the opponent's hitting zone. And that's where she needs to really make it count. Similarly for Andrescu, she'll be looking to cash in on the second serve of Zachary as well and and the first serve at times because both players don't have the biggest of serves. So we might see a similar scenario to the Raducanu-Andreescu match where both players have a lot of break points. And then it comes down to who is able to hold their nerve the best in those big, big points, Um, who's able to find a big first serve or an ace who's able to find unreturnable, or a big one-plus shot, uh, and who's going to back their game as well, because the one thing that Radikon did, in, in, and to be fair it wasn't a huge amount of points, but in some of the breakpoint opportunities, she wasn't um, she wasn't was not ambitious, I think that's the right word uh, she wasn't um, expansive enough in her play she was a little bit tentative and a little bit, n- not necessarily nervy, but conservative in the way that she uh, approached those return points, a- a- add up uh, and break point opportunity. Uh, ty- I think she just, I think she tightened up, but I think she was looking to get Andrescu to make an error rather than actually trying to take the point away from her, win the point. She was actually, she was hoping that Andrescu would lose the point uh, and was going down the middle of the court not a lot of depth, not a lot of pace as much as she would from the juice side and that's what made her pay, pay, I would say, ultimately because there wasn't a lot in it, as you can say from the break points, right? Two all in the third set and then Andruski ran away with it four games in a row. And for Zachary, it's going to be a similar thing. It's who can... Back themselves and back their game in the big moments. And I think Andreescu did that really well uh, because she found big serves, she found big one plus shots, uh, came to the net as well, beautifully transitioned. That's the one thing with Sakari, she might try and come to the net, but I'm not extremely confident in her net game. Andrescu is a very good, uh, has a very very good passing uh, shot ability. Uh, she really does. Um, I just think athletically and the way that she, the different layers she has to her game, she's a bit more dynamic than Zachary, but Zachary has the engine. She has the determination, the intent, and also the physical endurance to really cause Andreescu problems and drag it out. And I think despite Andreescu being really, con- really well conditioned, I think, in Miami, I think the conditions we saw with Radicani being out of breath at times, I think andrescu is probably more used to it. If Sakari takes Andrescu into deep waters, I think it's going to affect her more than it's going to affect Sakari. So if I was Andrescu, I wouldn't want to get into really long rallies with Sakari um, on a consistent basis anyway. Like at times, fine, because she probably backs herself in her defensive ability, but it's not something that you want to get dragged into uh, a lot. Uh, that's my opinion on it. But as you can tell from the way I'm talking about it, this is a very, very, very. Like close match to call. It really is. Um I actually think it could potentially be even closer than the Raducanu-Andreescu match, which I said was a 50-50, but I think maybe in hi- hindsight it's a beautiful thing, but maybe say 55-45 or 60-40 Andreescu. I think this is a real true 50-50, and you could say maybe Sakari has a slight edge making the semifinals last week, but then Andreescu was really impressive against Fiontek um, as well. So The head-to-head is one all as well, uh, which makes it even more tasty. I'm going to go Andreescu in three sets. I think she will take big momentum from that Raducanu win. I I do think she will. And I think she's got a slight advantage playing on the courts as well. Uh, For Sakari, I don't think she'll necessarily be tired, but I think there may be some sort of fatigue um, from playing a lot of tennis the last few months, and also making the semifinals of Indian Wells. Uh, and I do think that maybe a first match against Andreescu is a very, very tough match uh, to get a feel into. And I feel like maybe Andreescu might take the match away from her early doors, uh, but we'll see. It really depends as well on how well Sakari uh, adapts to the conditions early doors, because Sakari has already played, as I said, on the court, so she's going to be in full swing straight away for Sakri it might take her a few games and then it's a question of is it too late is the match almost gone potentially because I can't see her having a, a really really quick start uh, because of the lack of match practice but let me know your thoughts anyway I'm going to go and dress. go in three sets um, I'm not going to back against Andrescu after backing against him in my preview and prediction video for the Radicani match. Uh, but I did pick her in my brackets. So that's good. And I did pick her, I think, to beat Zachary as well. So let me know your thoughts on who you think is going to win and why and whether you agree with any of my points. And if I've missed anything, let me know in the comments as well. Thank you very much, guys. Stay safe and well. Remember to hit the like button, subscribe if you're new, and we'll see you on the next video. And also, shout out to our members, of course, as always. Really appreciate your support.